let me say to you I cannot wait to see you You are the treasure I've been waiting for Do you know, do you know How much I really need you I they pray for the day when I can finally kiss you You know say every day I pray for you That's why my heart is a bit like do do pray do do pray. Cause now you I choose so oh, I am family okay. I sing for you and I be like do do pray do do pray. Baby now you I go pick up oh, I am family Welcome to African Heritage on Patrice Radio, Spice of the World, Flavor of the Airwaves. I am Janiviv Chamaka, a.k.a. Ama. So two weeks ago, we began a series, Communication in African Homes, a Dread or a Necessity. This is the third episode in the series. And uh, for the first week, we focused on parents to Africa. Um, parents to children relationship um, last week we focused on um, we still carried over from parents to children relationship because there was so much to talk about yeah. but this week we'll we will be focusing on sibling rivalry and we will be talking about ways we possibly can bring children in this situation to a common ground or prevent the young ones from getting to this so with me in the studio to talk about this is Kenzie and Omar. Handsome Kenzie, beautiful Omar. Yeah. Thank you guys for making our time to do this with me. Uh, you guys always make the show, you know, interesting and worth it. Thank you. That's how we do. Yeah. Thank you too. <laughs> okay, guys. We all know the drill here on African Heritage. We don't commence without giving you good music. So here is a song to ease you into the loving grips of Africa. We will be right back after the break. He get this pretty lady This very fine baby from a street She jammed this cunning bobo He tell and say he love her She didn't know his mission was to kill It's ten weeks already Her body done this swallow Now headache and fever every day Papa na bishop, mama na osha, shula flush, shula keep it, she don't know. Hello, Sophie. I'm scared and I'm confused. I don't know what to do. Please, can you help me? Judith, Judith, fear you should kill not the baby. Let him leave, let him leave. There is life in the blood When there is life, there is hope Let him leave I know it hurts, I feel the pain You're not alone, Jesus feels it too He wants you to keep it Let him leave I, oh, 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 oh. He will 
strong, let him lead. Oh, he wants you to keep it, let him lead. Let him lead. Uh, Judith, God is love. And right now I know you're in the center of God's love. Nothing happens by accident. There are things our eyes cannot see. Jesus cares for you with all his heart. He loves you and loves the baby too. If you will trust him with all your heart, he can turn every mess to a message for the world to read. So Judy, Judy, on occasion you should kill not the baby. Let him leave, let him leave. Judy, Judy, there is life in the blood. When there is life, there is hope. Let him leave. I know it hurts, I feel the pain. You're not alone, see I feel it too. I'll love you to keep it, let him leave, let him leave. Uh, I think if the boy... Welcome back, guys. Uh, like I told you all before the musical break, uh, we're still on the topic communication in African homes, a dread or a necessity. And today we will be focusing on siblings' rivalry. We know siblings mean children of the same parents, brothers, sisters, brothers and sisters. So let me just quickly break down the word um, rivalry. <laughs> okay, uh, so rivalry simply means competition for the same objective or for superiority in the same field. So let us um, establish a fact through this question. We want to establish a fact now, so I'm throwing it to Kenzie and Omar. Yeah. Is siblings rivalry a good thing? We need to establish that fact. Is it a good thing? Alright, let, let's let, let's let me put it like this. Everything has a two face. Alright? Or two sides. Except a coin of course. You know. But then there's healthy competition. And there's unhealthy competition. So when you talk about rivalry, mm-hmm. it's competition. Alright? So there's the healthy side to it. There's the unhealthy side. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, I think what we're addressing today, or I believe what we're addressing today, is the unhealthy oh, side. Say, yes. Because healthy sibling, uh, sibling competition or rivalry, you know, it builds everyone, carries everyone along. Because if sibling A is getting something right, you want sibling B to get it right. Mm-hmm. All right? But mm-hmm. if it's a rivalry, 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 sibling A will want to remain on top and do everything to keep sibling B down. So mm-hmm. I think if we, we, there's the healthy part and there's okay. the... Unhealthy part, the healthy part should be encouraged. Mm-hmm. All right, but then the unhealthy part, I think that's what we're addressing today, and uh, we'll have to like break it down to the ABCs. Yes, just so you guys know, we're talking about the unhealthy part. So, everything I will be talking about myself, Omar, and Kenzie will be talking about is the unhealthy part. Yeah, Omar, do you have yep. anything to say? No, I, I totally agree with Kenzie. Like yeah. he said, there's the healthy one and the unhealthy one. The healthy one, everybody wants to do good so that we are a team. Because one person, what makes us a team is the fact that we're all on the same page. But when it's unhealthy is when, okay, I just want to keep you down because I don't want you to do good. Mm -hmm. So, there are two sides. Uh, Okay. So, uh, based on my own um, assessment or judgment, I would say rivalry is not a good thing okay yeah so um in a home there should be no need to struggle for attention or compete for anything i feel like siblings should rather serve as helping hands or stepping stones to and for each other mm-hmm. um encouraging one another to strive for the best and be the best he or she can possibly be mm-hmm. so uh, I, I don't see why we should be you know i just feel like we should encourage each other and not rather Okay. Compete. Compete. We'll get back to that. Okay. (laughs) So, moving ahead. The unhealthy siblings. I I, I don't want to be saying unhealthy. Siblings rivalry is is not good because people, you know, there's a problem with humans. We overstretch. 
yeah. we overdo things we, we never we don't know when to call it quits we overdo or underdo mm-hmm. so siblings rivalry it's 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 not good it's not okay why we will we will as we progress All you'll right. see reasons right. as to why right. i think it's not All good right. so um now that we, we we we've somehow established the fact that siblings rivalry can actually be dangerous mind you it's no new thing from the onset of creation um siblings rivalry has been existing yeah. the first was between Cain and abel True. and then it progressed to joseph and his brothers yep mm-hmm. so we're not going to rationalize what happened but we're bringing it down to our own um, generation um a lot of people a lot of brothers have fallen apart a lot of siblings have fallen apart and it's just so saddening even down to celebrity celebrity level recently yeah. we heard the the peace square guys um the twins they fell apart recently yeah so yeah th- that's the kind of rivalry i'm talking about okay. yep. now, yeah so now what do you think prompts um siblings rivalry I think guys it, i think it boils down to a lot of things mm-hmm. um basically down to the parents all right because i think parents are the first point of call because when siblings are born there's no they don't you know. know yeah there's no okay your, your brother can play football or basketball or he's a sports guy mm-hmm. you know you have your own field where you're excelling mm-hmm. now parents come through and probably parents are more sports driven mm-hmm. so you could be excelling as academics you know but then i mean they're paying the guy like what at 700 mm-hmm. m in like one <laughs> in like in like in one you are an academic person and they're paying you probably you're doing well you know they're paying you probably 200 300 a month and this guy gets like 700 so he's buying mom see them all the you know all the everything you know all the cars you know new houses you know mom see name it she, she got it you know and then people say oh why can't you be more like your brother exactly. do you get mm-hmm. oh why can't you be more like your sister now um so parents are the first trigger um peer pressure is mm-hmm. another trigger mm-hmm. because folks can be like and eh, see is not your brother that went to you know mm-hmm. or your brother is this now you could it even boils down to you know societal achievements mm-hmm. like marriage all right mm-hmm. so no one if you have this competition where it's, it's a very silent competition where no one wants the younger one to marry before them it is it exists that exists that rivalry exists mm. so once your younger one is in a position to the everyone starts like oh look at your younger area. one yeah. you know that kind of thing is get so it brings rivalry and it brings mm. you know resentment so if your younger one is coming to you with a healthy conversation all you'll be hearing in your mind is oh okay because it's married uh, because you're about to get married now so you mm. feel you can come and give me relationship advice you know that kind of a thing mm. so i feel um the first point of call is parents and then you watch the friends you keep oh okay mm. yeah i i also believe that it's like i was before we got here i was telling kenzie mm-hmm. everything starts with you yeah i believe most times it has to do with the person's self-esteem the person's the person okay let's say um i'm not good with a particular thing and i'm not taking out time to find out what i'm good at my because my my, my brother plays football very well i'll go and try football i'm not so i'm not good in football so every time i play football my team loses but my brother's team always wins then i begin to hate him for doing what he knows how to do yeah so the moment an individual can't find what makes him unique what makes her special mm-hmm the person will just start hating every other sibling especially when the sibling knows what works for them yeah. you know it's it's very good when you know okay i'm smart i know i know maths and you do it mm-hmm. or when you know okay i'm good in sport i don't need to do so much i'm just good at it and when you're trying to be that person and when you're trying to be that person so the thing is you have to first look at yourself and say okay is this what i know how to do <laughs> do i know how to do this thing or not <laughs> so 
every sibling. <laughs> so every sibling was no one here. She knows how to do best. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, something funny just occurred in the studio, and you know I, I was giving a very funny look, and it got off our game a little bit. But we're back, and um, we're discussing a very serious, serious topic. So um, we're back on track. And, okay. Um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. We apologize for that. Um. So. Just to add to what both of you said, like w- when I was doing my research at home, I decided to break it down mm. because parents are actually like most times parents are the root cause cause of siblings um rivalry. But I had to break down what what parents can actually breed mm. in these kids to make them hate or well, attack yeah. the other sibling. So my first point is jealousy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so if broken down, um, jealousy, jealousy could have spun out of parents, you know, favoring one child over the other, like Kenzie said. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes some parents just pay so much attention to one child, and then the other child gets jealous and then mm-hmm. transfers the, the anger and aggression and that feeling to the child that is being favored mm. so before you know they start having issues in the home any little thing especially if that child is older than the child being favored mm. any little thing he picks on the younger sibling mm-hmm. so then the second point i got was negligence you know which if broken down could have spun out from either parents favoring one child still boils boils down to parents yeah. Or neglecting the other and turning a blind eye to fights. You notice that in just in some African homes, children will be fighting. You know that you know the child that actually did wrong. Yeah. The other child will be expecting that you call him to order. But you now be like, Why did you do this? You would now attack the other child. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the child that didn't do wrong. Let's say mm-hmm. A and B is fighting and you know that A actually did wrong, did wrong and mm-hmm. B was innocent. But B had to fight back. You will mm-hmm. now attack B. Some parents do that and then the child Don't feels you like... Your yeah, exactly. Your you know, uh, and the child just feels left out or feels unwanted or feels neglected. Mm-hmm. And this causes problems among siblings then anger you know that like stephanie was saying sometimes it begins with self you know but something prompts you you don't just give birth to an angry child yeah something must have actually led to that child holding or bottling or presenting doing stuff so as sad as this is some children bottle up anger against parents or situations they find themselves in and the problem I have with children, not not every child knows how to speak out or voice yeah. how they feel about certain things. Especially if you, as a parent, keeps taking sides with the other child, maybe because he's doing well in school or he keeps making you proud, mm-hmm. like parents mm-hmm. would always see. So the other child feels useless and then bottles of that anger, mm-hmm. feels unappreciated, feels unnoticed, yeah. feels unseen, and bottles of that anger and then transfers that anger to the sibling. And trust me, when such children grow up to become successful, mm-hmm. becomes yeah, and 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 you know, it, it's not just the siblings that are affected by such things. Yeah, you know, the society as a whole around them, yeah. the way the child perceives certain relationships. Yeah, you know, so my grow up and say my kids will not associate with your kids. Exactly, you know that kind of a thing, and then the kids might want to do the way he, you know, approaches life. Yeah, as a whole, changes drastically because once you come in into the home. Mm-hmm. See, most things, okay, like, see what's going on in the community now. You know, we, c- we can't but talk about the rape, the mm-hmm. rape case. Mm-hmm. See what is going on, mm-hmm. you know. People come out there and say, oh, people raped this and there's no excuse for rape and there's no explanation to it and there's no this. No one was born to rape anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, immediately you were born, you know, you're born a rapist. Like, you, you just, all right, let's classify them in the act mm-hmm. from childbirth. No, something or someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah sparks that ripple effect mm-hmm. you know now the co- now these victims are a cause of that ripple effect mm-hmm. it's the same thing with you know 
picking sides when it comes to kids it yeah. creates a ripple effect all right mm. now you're not home if it's the younger kid the younger kid can go out of their way i've seen kids do this the younger kid can go out of their way to do something wrong mm-hmm. you come back instead of asking questions who did this just you merely pick on the elder one because the younger one knows now you know and you know we're talking about the last week Manage. playing on the parents intelligence you know we spoke about the last week uh playing on your parents intelligence. Mm-hmm. so the younger kid goes yeah, exactly and does that you come back and just because the younger kid is the favorite child now you know this is something you as a parent should know that this is something that the younger kid can do. do you should know your kids you yeah. understand mm-hmm. but now you just know okay that's a favorite child so we could just go ahead mm. and you know just blame the elder so child because oh, don't you know it's it's your younger one now the elder child now knows that he or she has the ability to correct the younger one but then you can't do it because you know oh once mommy and daddy get home Mm-hmm. you know i'm getting my six strokes of the cane mm. for it so you just like okay let me just stay out of trouble do whatever you want to do that way you're helping to raise very 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 selfish kids mm-hmm. so the younger one now grow to an extent where when that child leaves the security of the home yeah. and goes out to the world yeah mm-hmm. how do you want that child to be responsible for themselves to have a mind that cannot be controlled or wavered hmm. you know by other kids mm-hmm. because they are, they are used to this you know father figure always mm-hmm. oh i can do this and mm-hmm. mommy protect me yeah. so what happens when mommy and daddy are not there mm-hmm. See? another issue mm-hmm. yeah. so you know parents yeah. have to be careful kids as well all right yes. so we can't just blame the parents, parents. kids yeah, well, last bonds. Exactly. You know, yeah, you know. <laughs> like what you said, it just dropped another idea in my head. The issue of unforgiveness. Yes. Let me paint a, a story. Yeah. Let's say okay, like how Kenzie said, this child, the younger child, goes out of his or her way to do something wrong. Yeah. Then the older child would receive the strokes of cane for that. Mm-hmm then the older child will say, I would never forgive you. Yeah. And start acting the I would never forgive you mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Subconsciously, of course. Sub- mm-hmm. I'm telling you, he does I would never forgive you mm-hmm. to the kid. Even when, do you know some, some, some siblings are terrible when they say I would never forgive you. Even when you see your younger sibling doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Because in your head, it doesn't, you now get the attitude of it's not my business. It's exactly. his life. Your younger your younger sibling will be doing the wrong thing. Let's say he's he's now stealing and it's something you as the older sibling would have stopped, but the fact that I would never forgive you. And the the bad thing is children, once they have the I would never forgive you thing, it sticks in their brain. Yeah. Over years you say, Because of what you did, mm-hmm. I would never forgive you. Because of what you did, I left everything. So you see a a sibling telling the other sibling, I would never forgive you and will try and go out of his way to make sure that he never forgives that sibling. Yeah. The sibling does something good. Even when siblings, they try to make up, okay, I'm very sorry you took the cane for me. Mm-hmm. You still say, it's it's just cane now. But in his mind, he has not forgiven the other sibling. Yes. And you see that they grow up to be siblings that there's nothing the other sibling wants to do. Even mm-hmm. when, the, the painful thing is most siblings, they come out to say, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I know yeah. I would have, I know I would have said it was me. Because, no matter how you want to say it, how you want to look at it, siblings, they, they just flog the other sibling for the other sibling. Yeah. There's always a scapegoat. Yeah. The firstborns are always the scapegoats. Exactly. <laughs> so, there's it's something that you, you have to tell yourself that, okay, I'm doing this for my siblings. And if you have the... Um, if you can go to your siblings and address this issue, I took this because I didn't want mommy or daddy to spank you so i'm taking this don't try this next time but once that sibling takes the i'm taking it in and i will never forgive you that thing is very deep it just mm. goes beyond that's why when i hear kids say strong words like i hate you these are yeah, out of so unforgiveness strong. yes i yeah. hate the i hate you thing no child will just come out and tell his brother i hate you and you know children it's something that they might just say oh i don't like you two minutes they cry they fight they play together but the moment the child says i will never forgive you i hate you i wish you were dead because i hear siblings say those kind of things i hate you i don't like you i wish you were not in this family so many so many hurtful things all these things is unforgiveness maybe you took the cane for the person and you didn't just it was not your fault we have to come to terms with okay 
it was not your fault, but you had to take it for your sibling. You will always take it blue for your sibling mm. because it's love. But the moment you come to the, I, I can never forgive you part. That's why I have issues. So unforgiveness too can cause yeah. that rift. Thank you so much, Omar, for that. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk about wickedness. <laughs> Do you know, th- th- it's sad, but some children exhibit signs of this at mm. an early age. Some children are naturally bent on causing woe to their other siblings i've seen children who are just natural bullies you just love looking for your siblings trouble yeah. stepping yeah. on your siblings too they're they're selfish self-centered and nonchalant and sorry to say but it's not like i'm being i'm being prejudiced against the wealthy folks but i noticed mm-hmm. wh- when i was doing my research that this happens more in wealthy homes you know yeah they just give birth to a child who just <laughs> who's just a bully. Oh, there's there's, just, there's always that child. <laughs> who know, just the thing, is, the thing is, there is always that child in the family. Mm-hmm. But how the parents respond to that kid is very important. Yes, because parents are the ones that carve the they paint the reality to the kid. Yeah. So you can have in my house. I have the bully. Mm-hmm. We we have that bully person, but. We know that, okay, the person might not even be the bully. Let's say that's how the person is. The person is just a fierce person. You know, a go-getter could be seen as a bully. But the moment you start making the child feel too special, like, oh, when the child does something, you're like, ah, this child, you're always the bully. Once you paint the picture in the head. So, it's parents that paint this picture. Yeah. Just to just yeah. to add to what, you, what you, uh, you've said, I noticed that in some homes... In most homes, actually, or all, all homes, children have different levels of strengths. Yeah. They are actually yeah. siblings that are weaker than the others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, they cry, they cry babies yeah, and everything. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. Um, now, what gets me is that this very... I call them wicked siblings <laughs> because they love to torment. <laughs> they love to torment and torture and taunt and tease their own siblings. Some, the some siblings ones. go as far as setting up their siblings like yeah. a lot of things wow. when you read stories about brothers and sisters you're, you're worried doing stuff to each other it's, it's like are you no family me. like yeah i don't want to be all religious but i think what jesus said siblings fighting siblings and <laughs> what signs of it i, I, mean, I think we're in that sibling, <laughs> we're, in that, sibling, we're in that time sibling rivalry is it's in the bible i mean the prodigal son it's yeah. like typical mm. that's that's sibling rivalry now um that's the prodigal son himself was was definitely you know under the fact or under the influence that the guy that which was the other brother was favored by the dad which wasn't the case yeah all right because the dad was only trying to groom the older one to take over the empire now um i i think the perception you know the way parents should go about these things because you could just say okay this child is more into let's say the family has a business yeah. all right and um one child shows interests yeah yeah now the parents yes you're grooming that child to take over so you could hand over once that child becomes responsible enough to handle that business all right but then other kids begin to feel like they're left out yes Mm -hmm. but um even though you're supporting these other kids the other kids may be into other things and you're there for them all right every step of the way but then these other kids will feel like okay you're you're spending more time with this one you're always teaching him things you're this that that this but the truth is you're just trying to groom that child to take care of his siblings Mm -hmm. in future but then the siblings may see it differently like in the case of the prodigal son in the bible you know and so it led to you know we, we all know the story of the prodigal son you know some of us are prodigal children <laughs> you know so it all boils down to um what side the mm. parents allow the siblings yeah. to perceive certain mm. behaviors from mm. Mm. so if you're being called someone and you notice that there's a strain in the relationship between the kids then you let the other kid know that look um your brother is good at this so that's we're, we're raising that's why i'm spending more time mm. with him um you are good at this and that's why we're there for you 100 yeah. percent. you don't see your brother getting angry over it yeah yes so that helps the kids to understand what is going on <laughs> and that's why i always insist that in every home parents should let the kids know the rubrics of how the room of how the home is run yeah all right, because it leads to kids not asking for what they shouldn't be asking for. Yeah. Because if know. if child A asks for something and you can afford it at that time, 
say a pair of shoes and you give it to that child and girl and child b asks for the same shoe and you can't afford it at that time it will, it will look like favoritism yeah. all right so it's a dangerous thing so but if the kids know the rubrics of how the home is run child b won't ask for that shoe at that time because you know that okay the it's home is under it's, it's a strain yeah. Yeah. so let's keep it till say end of the month when salaries are paid mm. and the house mm. has been taken care of then yeah. we'll have this extra and then i can ask for mine yeah you understand so i think it's very important very yeah. very you, you just went to ways to handle the <laughs> just <thing>. jumped <laughs> yeah okay guys anyways 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 yes so i was actually saying something about wickedness and um kenzie just helped me you know summarize everything mm. but i need parents to understand that ch- children who are born to just who are actual bullies like don't allow never allow a sibling bully the other even if no matter what i feel like parents should pay very close attention to children yeah. and observe their you know their behavioral traits and everything so it helps them know how to you know handle the fights that happen in the home and how to issue corrections and stuff like that because if you allow a child bully the other and you say yes that's my child he's being strong the society needs a strong person and then you you keep taunting the weaker child yeah and everything that other child will grow the the bully might grow up to become greedy mm-hmm. mm. very true wants it all lack of contentment yeah next yeah. thing he just wants to because he's the one that has the power, power and strength too. everything he power wants everything too. and then it goes as far as theft if, if, if he notices that he's the, the the weaker one maybe he 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 becomes more successful and stuff yeah, he can go as far as exactly plotting and doing yes, stuff true. so all these things we 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 see happening in society siblings fighting siblings land s- issues s- it was because parents turned a blind eye true yeah no that's just it yes so now we know that siblings rivalry is a, is a growing trend in homes today mm. especially in african homes now let's move to how we can control this because i said at the beginning of the show um that we'll be talking about the causes and ways we're not saying it's 100 percent correct mm. but we're talking about possible ways that's why the word possible is there we can control this yeah. because there are some children that no matter what parents do they still just end up being who they are sure. so for me, before I, I throw the question to the house, mm-hmm. I think it's it goes both ways. It's for parents and ch- children. Like, it's not just... The work is not just for parents. Yeah. Even, like Oma said at the beginning, people need to also work on themselves. Children, some children need to work on, on themselves. How they perceive things, how they take in things, how they tolerate things, and all that. So, um, focusing, going to parents now... Um, the first rule, like we talked about last week, for me is parents should avoid favoritism. Yes. It is just because Completely. this favoritism Completely. is the bedrock. Yeah. It breeds all this. All this. Yes. Favoritism. Children notice. They Most speak. parents think that children do, don't. don't. But children notice. So no matter how good a child is over the others, still treat them equally. They are all your children. Give it to them. You have your genes. So, exactly. so if the child is not smart, he has yeah. your genes. And even if you're going to adopt, this goes out to people who adopt and then you allow your biological kids maltreat the adopted kids. Yeah. Please, if you know you won't be able to treat a child right, don't, don't adopt. adopt. Yes, don't. Don't. Then if you know that you have kids, you've trained your kids because there are some kids that have been trained in such a way that they're used to being alone not sharing and stuff like that like me i was the way my mom brought me up my parents brought me up yeah. i don't have a sister of my own so i don't share you know and all that so imagine my mom adopting a, a female child and all of a sudden telling me mm. to share, share you know it's going to be difficult yeah. for me to do that so if you know you've trained your kids in a particular way then if you if you have a desire to do these things then i don't think you should bring them to the house if you would want to do these things do it early yeah so Where that they don't, yes they can't even because it. it's it's sad it's it's actually th- these are actually issues it's sad to see that some parents feel like the best time to adopt is when the child is almost approaching 20. 
<laughs> you know, when they have their own children and then they're almost approaching 20, then all of a sudden you go bring somebody and then you don't bring in the baby. You bring in an 11-year-old or a 15-year-old yeah. <laughs> and then the person comes and you don't know what they've learned. Sometimes these yeah. adopted children might actually be the cause of problems in the home. You don't know what you they've know learned. They've you know where they've been to, what they've seen. So they come to the home and then they try to change things and then that child feels like ah you're this taking the really attention because oh when a child is approaching 20 the child needs every attention he or she can get from the parents because sure. that's when they're meeting people they're doing things you know life As choices that's, that's, and everything yeah exactly so before you know people now accuse the biological child eh, because they are your parents and stuff like that so most times we should parents actually a lot of there there's a lot of work to be done on on your part especially for those of us yet to be parents or the younger parents mm -hmm. so first rule avoid favoritism yes yeah guys very anything you have to say very very important look favoritism is the bedrock for a lot of things mm -hmm. all right even in life in our society um once you see folks who who you know pick other folks you know and pick mm. a side mm. and treat others better than others it's out there that's what that's how celebrities are born fact <laughs> it's favoritism yeah mm. just because you sit down and like someone's music no just say the person is the best in the exactly world. the you know i've seen people literally fight at a bar because of say their artists who doesn't know them by the way <laughs> has never met them in their lives kill themselves for yes. Chelsea so you, you pick exactly so you pick someone over someone Ronaldo has never met someone he's like yeah, he's breaking his brother's head, head for Ronaldo for Ronaldo for the devil you don't know exactly breaking <laughs> <laughs> so you see when you when you pick someone or something mm. over someone else take it and uh, you see why i keep why i want to go back to this rape issue right now is because it's what's going on in the world mm -hmm. pick this rape issue for instance now and you bring someone who favors his own personal intentions over the safety and well-being of another person yeah that is why rape is out there yeah so this favoritism is not just in the home yeah but it starts from the home so i feel if parents paid more attention know your kids look i was i was advising someone the other day mm -hmm. and the person was like oh anytime i go out and I come back after six in fact, once it gets to six o'clock okay. once it gets to six o'clock p.m all right in niger mm. parents are always parents are always you know where are it's you nights. Mm. It's, it's, it's getting dark so true this yes. that that is especially in this part of the world yeah <laughs> but then i feel that that is going on because parents do not know their kids you mm. said that okay so if you come out there and you know your kid mm. and you know okay my kid is not doing anything stupid or my kid is nowhere crazy right now and i and i trust you know the thinking and the decision making of this kid mm. i don't think your, your parents should be calling you around you know but then you see that there's that sibling you have yeah that can go out and come back whenever they like in fact they can sleep out for two three days <laughs> and come back and your parents uh, won't well, utter a word say welcome son exactly they'll come in and the, you you're sitting there and you're wondering I'm, I'm sorry were you in this house the entire time <laughs> you know the, the, the reception that they're mm. giving but you as uh, this other person as person b you go out and you come back say seven o'clock <laughs> all the neighbors will know that you came back at seven <laughs> all right so that's that's part of favoritism and parents do that subconsciously consciously or subconsciously parents do that a lot yeah and the siblings are seeing that so tomorrow now when that kid goes out yeah you that's at home now and is subconsciously or consciously wishing for your sibling like something wrong to happen so that they will just know that okay you know so that that sibling to get a curfew like <laughs> something wrong should just happen you're subconsciously wishing, wishing evil, evil on yes, your sibling that's true yeah 
You understand? So I, I feel favoritism is is it has cost us a lot. It has cost us more than we can bear in mm. the society so and in true. the family level. Thank you, thank yeah. you, Kenzie, for that. So, uh, my my, my uh, second um, possible way to curb yeah. favoritism: avoid negligence. True. Now, I don't like it when parents say they are so busy, hmm. and then. I, I don't like parents why did you have them honestly I, I feel like from an early age the moment a child is born that child needs your attention yeah. mm. so even if you're the busiest person in the world you have to make out time for your kids now never neglect a child especially in the early years see children need attention and frequent explanation yeah. as mm. to why you do or did some certain things for instance, you yelled at A, you have two children, A and B, yeah. and you yelled at A, but you didn't yell at B. Now, A needs to know why you, you yelled at him, and mm. B needs to know why you didn't yell. True. Yeah. Because... And they might do the same thing. Yes, exactly. A needs to know. So next time, in fact, when you explain, it will help A know how to behave. It will even help A look up to B. Mm-hmm. Okay, mom's mommy and daddy didn't yell at you for this thing, so it means you did something right. And before you know, it how did, how exactly, did you do it? and it even breeds this kind of closeness among yeah. siblings. You know, when a child is always calm, and then parents don't yell, and then they explain, see, your brother is always go and meet your brother. Your brother is always calm and quiet, and everything. A would want to, A would secretly look up to B, to mm. be, to want to be as calm as B. Yeah. So. You know negligence yeah, yeah it's a very bad thing you know a little of this thing i tell people don't let society pressure you if you know you can't handle kids why have them True. why have kids True. that you would neglect why have kids that you you won't be there for them because we let most times we let society paint a lot of things to us that we cannot deal you know okay my my job doesn't allow me to do this and you want to have a kid how would you... F- you have to find a way. If you cannot find a way, I don't think it's, it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> because most times, you know this thing, you might you see kids that are closer to their house helps than their actual parents. Yeah. True. And you are True. beginning to get angry at your house help. Oh, she has jazzed my, my child, child or something. Because you're not there for your child. So even if you have a very tight life or something, these are things you plan. Okay. I'm not sure I can handle a kid within the first five years or within the... Yes. Don't. Exactly. Don't. I tell people, we put ourselves under a lot of pressure. True. I can't handle kids the first six years of my life. Mm -hmm. You talk with your partner. Okay. How can we do this? Once you guys agree, my brother, my sister, why now give birth to a child that you you will be absent? Yes. You will be absent. So... I tell people it's it's just very little things we don't plan that yeah will make your child look like okay my mom doesn't like me because I've seen kids say oh my mom was never there mm-hmm. everything in their lives their house helps before you know they are abused before you know they they hate their parents mm-hmm. for doing so if you know you cannot handle certain things please don't go into it yes mm. just to add to what omar said oh you you just reminded me of something we talked about on your show sometime last year we we had an episode where we talked about family um and planning you know we're trying to discourage you know like in most African homes, you think to have over five, six, seven, ten, twelve children, and everybody thinks it's cool. And then they use the religious factor oh, God will provide, God will do this. And then when things start getting tough, they send them. They, send there are people them. who share their children. Yeah, definitely. They share Auntie A, Auntie B, <laughs> Uncle A, neighbors. Do you know? So this thing Omar said is actually true i remember that after that topic we got a lot of heat because it felt like we were bashing or lashing but the truth is the truth is bitter yes mm. the truth is the truth is bitter you can't handle so six children and yes it if must you be can't handle six children you must not have six children exactly. parents parents to be plan yourselves well these, these are issues children make up society the reason why we have greedy and corrupt leaders today is because this thing started it didn't start when they became leaders or whatever 
it started from them as individuals it's and most children. times from homes you know greed lies stealing these are traits that don't just happen overnight exactly they, they, they build up from mm. homes because when you see a child from a very disciplined home the conduct of that child the conduct everything that child exhibits tells you that this child is from a disciplined home yeah. so parents make out time for your children be there for your children emotionally physically financially mentally and otherwise don't enslave your child to child labor and then say when i was 13 <laughs> I, I was i was selling yam and doing stuff do you yeah. get these yeah. are issues children need you so negligence is a very big issue yeah. something we can't we can't just talk about it on this show if it's mm. that we won't end <laughs> so parents like oma said please that planning is important. If you're not ready for stuff, don't let society tell you, eh, you're getting to 35. You need to, you know, all those things. We, we also talked about age, you know, in this in this show and so many things. I feel like we need to do a rebroadcast of those old yeah. programs so you hear and get to have a better understanding of what we're saying. Mm. Now, away from negligence, let's talk about comparisons and criticism. Some parents don't know how to critique or correct a child. Yeah. Now you're trying to correct your child, and then you're like, "Have you not seen Amaka, um, doctor? This person's daughter. Yes. That girl is now a this. If you had done this, some parents. Oh, I mean, it just sets me off when <laughs> child shamed their children. When yeah. you start yeah. to, yeah. <laughs> when you start to oh my God. bring somebody into the pictures, I, I, into the picture. I feel like if you want to correct a child, just talk to the child. Talk about that crime and even if you would want to use somebody to to point out a lesson to that child don't rub it on the child's face or don't do it because you wanted the child to study medicine and the child maybe study music and then maybe things are now slow for the child and then be like if you had studied medicine now you'd be receiving this like don't do that those things actually have a lot of emotional down pull on children and they can be devastating i hear of kids committing suicide in the home i hear of siblings yes don't compare like don't even compare siblings to siblings Mm. if you would want to put them up against each other do it in such a way that the one that is actually good would encourage the other one don't do it such a way that that one becomes envious of the Mm. other one don't ever make your children fight against each other because of yeah parents do that like i mean i don't like it you know there was this movie i watched and then i was telling my mom this movie is not healthy because the movie see what the first time we decided to actually watch an african a nigerian movie Mm -hmm. no offense to my nigerian producers out there like actually watch one serious nigerian movie okay you're about to die as a father and then you see, you say you hid treasure somewhere and then you see um which which whosoever finds the treasure first yeah uh, whosoever finds the um maybe the key or the whatever yeah. gets the treasure do you know that you just made competition you just brought a bloody competition yes they would because anything. children will they would kill yeah, go they as far because yeah. you, you you now even have the girls tell them that um the treasure <laughs> is this one and anybody who gets it becomes the strongest what 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 so you must do all you can to get the treasure yeah. now you just give them the gun with bullets so don't ever do that life is easy but some parents just make it difficult draw up your will based on everybody's ability exactly Exactly. so parents understand that this comparison and putting up children to fight each other all in the name of the strongest person or strongest man wins the last man standing whatever no two people were built to the same strength no two people were built to the same capability or ability people are different so the fact that a person is weak in certain things doesn't mean the person is a dummy Everybody has got their strengths and Mm. and weaknesses. So know how you compare. Know how you criticize or insult a child. Avoid Mm. insults. Now, some parents openly insult children in front of each other. 
Yes. You coward. You cow. You will die. Your fat die. Your this. Mm-hmm. Like, when I hear some things, I'm like, ah, ah. How can you look at a child you give? I know children can be annoying. Trust me, I know. I, I have actually handled children before. And they can push you to the wall. But there are certain words you shouldn't say in, 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 in front of a child. Complaints about a child not thriving as well as a sibling. Don't do that. I, I, I don't... I don't. Or if you are going to do that, don't do it in the presence of the child doing well. Yeah. Call the child. Yes, don't do it. True. Because sometimes you, you give them you, you give them wings to fly. Very true. And I'm like, look at him. He has a car. At 26, he already has a car and a house. And then you, mm-hmm. you're how old again? Exactly. 28. You're still in this house. Exactly. And do you know, all fingers are not equal. Sometimes the younger sibling might get get it um faster than the the, the older. older or yeah. sometimes somebody might just hit first doesn't yeah. mean the other person is a dummy and even this rule about younger ones it's a taboo for younger ones to get married um before, before the, the older, older ones. ones i know yeah. the pressure it has actually put on a lot of older ones and made them make like serious mistakes yeah, yeah so parents should the comparisons and the criticisms you know, should be sis, do you guys mm-hmm. have anything to say about that yeah for me i i tell i tell people i tell my parents we're all different and the thing is when you when a child knows there's love in the house when a child knows okay my parents love me or i feel loved with these mm-hmm. people the child the okay. last thing the child wants to do is to compete with his, his or her sibling mm-hmm. i know that there are some things i cannot do but my I tell people I'm not too good with maths. My mm. brother is a guru. So when I have anything that has to do with maths, or let's say I take a walk home, yeah. home walk home, and my parents knowing that okay, Stephanie is not good in maths, Scott is good. Yeah. And so in order to encourage the sibling relationship, they'll say, okay, why don't you show Scott? Exactly. Scott can put you through. Exactly. That's another way to encourage love because mm-hmm. all you have to do is the love thing. Don't ever say, you dummy. Mm-hmm. Why, don't you know not, uh, why don't you know maths? Mm-hmm. Scott that knows maths. Is he... Does he have does two heads? Head? Head? Exactly. That does he have two head things have caused a lot of problems. So, they would say, okay, um, why don't you meet this sibling? He can put you through. And yeah. you say that when you tell them, okay, meet this person to help you, the person will be so happy. Because you are giving them a chance. Person will now be like, okay, for you to do this, before you know, there's that love. Is, yeah, there's bond, bond, is, there's yeah. a bond. But the moment you start saying, is it not, is it not same school fees? Is it not same school? Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, at every point in time, you know every child's weakness. You know yeah. every child's strength. So if another sibling is having an issue, instead of especially issues that can be sorted out by the siblings, let's say siblings have issues, why don't you tell the sibling okay you should apologize to this sibling and make sure that you guys make up you don't parents every sibling issues siblings will always fight mm-hmm. you don't always have to be the person to judge the issue you can tell them okay two of you are not going to have this snack yeah. or two of you are not going to go out except you sort out this issue yes. okay sort two of you go and sit down and sort out this issue yeah. i've seen i've had a lot of times where i had issues with my brother yeah. my mom would tell me okay two of you have to sort out this issue i'm not here mm-hmm. then you see us we quarrel we fight we hug each other i say i'm sorry and that thing goes a long way there are sometimes we we want to sit down and just we talk about remember when we had this issue yeah. and we had to hold yeah, hands yeah, yeah. siblings would always siblings will always always fight siblings will always fight siblings will always quarrel siblings will always have issues but the way those issues are trashed is very very important so i think as much as parents have issues and siblings also we have to consciously tell ourselves that we want to be we want to we want to be friends with each other we want to love each other so it goes beyond just and there are sometimes that we, we, i might have issues with my siblings at home i tell my parents they want to come in and say no people should chill this is something and you know when you have that bond with your siblings yeah. you see that you just have a group i tell i tell my yeah, friends that my my siblings are my gang yes they know what's up Mm-hmm. If I'm going out, my parents must not necessarily know where I'm going to, but I have my siblings know. Yes. If they say, Where is Stephanie? 
my siblings know where Stephanie is mm-hmm. at every point in time. Yeah. Because when you build that kind of thing, you grow up to have siblings that m- your brother needs so 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 amount of money yeah. or your brother needs help. They mm-hmm. call you by two AM. Yeah. You are willing to stand up. Yeah and help your brother so it starts with all those things how do parents sort out tiny issues if they they are always coming to say you are wrong you are wrong you are wrong because the the moment they do yes the little things as even as little as okay you bought a drink for one of your Mm siblings will you tell the sibling oh because you are the smartest would you say okay why won't you share with your siblings all those little things teach your children how to share teach Mm. your children how to be friends with each other first yeah teach your siblings how to Look out for one another. Yes. I like the thing with when parents tell you, okay, we're going to a party. Tag along with your brother. Yeah. And I like it when siblings go to schools, they are leaving the school, another sibling is coming in and they say, ah, this person is this person's brother. Yes. It's, it feels very good when mm-hmm. siblings are there for each mm-hmm. other. Let's say, okay, you're going, we're going to hang out or we're going for a house party. Yeah. Your siblings say, okay, tag along, hold your... You know, sometimes it's very annoying mm-hmm. when you have to look out for your younger mm-hmm. brother, when you're supposed to have fun. But yeah. it helps you look out for one another. Yeah. Okay, your brother is or you're home. Look out for this person. Mm-hmm. Those are the ways to encourage love within siblings. Yeah. But because the moment you start saying, okay, no, 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 you can't do it. And parents have that thing of, I'm not sure you are up to the task. They, mm. they don't. They don't outrightly put it to you. You are not up to the task. It's the reaction. Yes, you do something. Children will always annoy you. Children will always break plates. Children will always break cups. True. They will always do, and they will burn food. Clumsy. You're learning. So how do you? And do you know when you have that love with, within siblings? Eh? Your parents cannot just spank anybody. You see siblings that will say, I'm the one that did this one. I'm the one. So everybody is the one that and the parents will be like, what's happening? That's because there is love. Because we always, we always talk about, I and my siblings say we don't have snitches in our house. Our siblings don't snitch on each other. That's the best code ever where siblings don't snitch because they love each other. You can't say somebody is doing this and you snitch on the person. Oh. So, thank you very much, Steph. Thank you very much, Kenzie. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I just learned. <laughs> there's still, there's still so much to, to kind of say, but we're yeah. sadly we're we're out of time. But guys, you get the message. We're trying to preach love brotherliness friendliness you know amongst each other uh thank you guys for listening um do well to follow all our social media pages from instagram to twitter to facebook at patrice radio um and make sure to join us next week wednesday for another episode of african heritage until i see you next week stay safe god bless on the other side that's what I thought before I took the ride I burned my bridges so I'd never look back But if I had known the life I was searching for Was looking me right in the eye oh, If I had known the life I was searching for was already by
Ne kwati yo fono roka 